So it's come to this. It has. It's that time of year. It is. That time of year. It's summer season, baby. I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. This is a movie podcast. We're hitting a big one that always is the talk of the town this type of year. We are, yeah. I I feel like uh, as soon as we talked about doing this movie... I saw everybody talking about this movie in yeah. the last week or every, so. Every fourth, it's really become a staple. We're talking yeah. Jaws. We're talking the Jaws. The Jaws. Yeah. 1975, as directed we all know, by Stefan Spielbergo. Stefan Spielbergo. And as we know, uh, it's about a shark named Jaws, who everybody refers to as such <laughs> in this movie. I got that's so just, sick of hearing the word Jaws yeah, in this movie. That's just one of those little facts that we're going to be dropping because... Everybody knows him. We all know the shark's name is Jaws. You know him. You love him. Yeah. He's a big shark. This movie uh, <laughs> seems silly <laughs> because it shouldn't be. Uh, a couple episodes ago, we marveled at how we're not far off from RoboCop. Right. In in our current society. It's like, we're closer to RoboCop than I realized before starting this. We're just now also right in the middle of Jaws. Right. We're Jaws right now. So I, I wasn't expecting to do Jaws as a socially relevant movie other than Fourth of July. Well, I also didn't think we were going to do a socially relevant conversation about people under the stairs, but right. we got there. We got, we got there. there. <laughs> it's hitting right now. But Jaws is, a, yeah, I mean, it's a uh, deadly threat that uh, almost closes down an entire town's economy. And uh, it's, but the economy's it's gotta life, stay running, man. Human life versus economy, yeah, yeah. It's this movie is exactly what's going on right now. And to take it a level deeper. This movie even came up in our discussion, and it came up because Jaws is the first movie playing in our area in a movie theater mm-hmm. since the whole pandemic started. And the entire movie is all about a town that keeps refusing to stay closed <laughs> while people keep dying. And that means people went to the movie theater and were watching this going, yeah. <laughs> these Jaws people, rules. These people didn't shut down in time. Everything worked <laughs> out fine in the end. Only, yeah. only lost a few people I didn't really talk to. I think that's holy jeez. I think there's something subliminal going on with people. Like that's why you see so many people talking about it, or posting about it, or playing it at these now. They're you know around us. They're doing drive-in, drive-in. movies now. It's and- playing at every single drive-in at the company. Universal is taking this oh, chance. They know, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah, it's a beloved summer block. It is the yeah. first, and it's a beloved summer blockbuster. So it makes yeah. sense. But it's. Yeah, if you had told me in 2020 I'd be drawing parallels between Jaws and what's happening outside in a my door. pandemic. <laughs> it's, a, it's a head scratcher, man. I'm picturing people, some of whom I probably know, sitting in the dark watching this movie after walking in with a mask and then taking off one minute in so they could then eat 
popcorn exactly the whole movie and richard dreyfus is telling about a problem that they're ignoring until it swims up and bites him in the ass and they're like ha dreyfus <laughs> i love that line yeah <laughs> classic line i'm not arguing with a man who's lining up to be a hot lunch <laughs> yeah they're just like right <laughs> right 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 like these this whole movie is making fun of them <laughs> As they are Dreyf- watching it for Dreyfus two hours. Dreyfus on screen literally laughing at this uh, idea. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's this stupid. Turn to crowd. <laughs> this whole movie is talking in the third person directly to all the people. That's so funny. It's ridiculous. We did not do that. We were not there. No, we did not. I did not catch it. And uh, I love the, you know. uh, the way you put it to me. And I remember texting you. It's like, man, pretty, you know. Wish they would wish they hadn't done this, cause really tempting to see Jaws, not tempted enough to be on a ventilator. <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. It's a it, and it's a, admittedly a paranoid reaction on my part, but you know? um, better safe than sorry. And uh, the other day I was looking through my laser discs and came across yeah. Jaws two and the tagline "Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water." <laughs> Really struck a chord with me yeah. too, you know. Jaws two's hitting hard. <laughs> we might have to yeah, take that. Yeah, Jaws another two's look. hitting hard in 2020, man. Uh, no, but this one's a classic, and and uh, I almost feel like, you know, sometimes we talk about personal relationships. Growing up, when did you discover a movie? Yeah, how yeah, did it yeah. affect you? To me, though, Jaws has just always been. Jaws is omnipresent, right? I did. I'd never seen Jaws. I didn't see Jaws till I was like late teens. Hmm. But it was always the thing. everybody knew Jaws. You know the music. The, yeah. You know the the somehow you knew everything that happened in the movie, right? Even if you'd never seen it, it'd been parodied oh, so yeah. much. Or you'd heard so many people so talk much. about it at school who heard it. Everybody's yeah. parents made reference to it. Everybody talked about it near water. Right. The the poster was classic. You know, you'd see it very prominently still in video stores you know even into the 90s well and and we just grew up in a very anti-shark society in the 80s and 90s and it's because of this movie sharks are the pits (laughs) no one likes them. and i didn't need extra convincing that ocean swimming is scary like i hate the ocean Swimming in the not ocean is not into it is like the deepest shit your body can choose to get itself into you know Nobody's like, not everybody is out there attempting to like ride a motorcycle with your feet. Like this is dangerous, (laughs) but not everybody does it. Most people, if they swim, have been in an ocean at some point. Especially on the East Coast. I don't know if you've ever been. So this takes place in, you know, basically like Long Island area, East Coast. If you've ever been in the water out there, it's basically like a lake out there. It's not like here on the Pacific uh, Coast where you have to worry about riptides and harsh waves and stuff. Uh, I visited a beach in like Rhode Island once, and it was just like, that's the ocean? It's just so <laughs> calm, and, and everyone's yeah. just in it. So, yeah, the way that this movie portrays people just all in the water, you don't see that in, in Sonoma County because no. of the way the, Man, the water but is. But I, I don't need that convincing that, hey, yeah, that that deep, dark water yeah. that reaches depths that you don't know. I don't even like lakes. Yeah. I mean. Lakes are, <laughs> oh. So no, thank you. So I didn't need Jaws. To yeah. already be like, I don't trust the that water. I am a good swimmer. I was a lifeguard. I'm Ooh. not fucking around with oceans. <laughs> no thanks. You're just a pool lifeguard. Yeah, game yeah. over. No thank you. I could deal with the pool. Yeah, pools. So okay. I didn't need eighteen foot great whites to already get me scared. So I didn't. 
I didn't need to see this movie. I was already scared mm-hmm. of this movie. Jaws already struck into a chord that I didn't know existed. I also feel like it is a movie I saw several times as a kid, just on TNT or whatever, too. It, it so, was when I say omnipresent, it was always like a Fox always everywhere movie. Yeah. It was regularly broadcast because it's PG. It's a PG movie it is. that the kids can put on. Uh, Disney movies are PG now. <laughs> you know, watching it, uh, I mean, I've again, it's a movie I've seen a hundred times, but when you really do go back and watch some of these, the opening kill scene, yeah, the ending, uh, some brutal stuff. Like some pretty intense kills. Yeah, that's why I mean. The... And, and a kid getting killed and oh, limbs. Man. You're seeing limbs floating to the bottom of the ocean floor and stuff like yeah, Spielberg doesn't uh, fuck around with <laughs> with giving you like some good. This is gory, gory action, animal eating you stuff. There's like uh, big spitting up blood. All this stuff that like lands in our ratings. The now. scene where the kid gets attacked, it's just the kid and then a fountain of red water <laughs> yeah. spraying up around him. Like kid, there's no way that kid has that much blood. No, it's almost like that a kid explodes. It's almost like a samurai movie, right, where the guy gets. Oh and just, yeah. Psh! No, that was that was bloody as hell. It's like <laughs> it's like early Peter Jackson movie gore. Yeah, just like on a kid. Like right. kids don't get murdered in movies anymore unless it's a deep R-rated movie about like a sex criminal. <laughs> like kids weren't just getting killed on vacation, <laughs> like totally. in a movie now. Yeah, but this kid gets just ripped and blown up in <laughs> a PG movie. It's crazy. There's a movie. This there's a reason this movie stood out. But God, I love this film so much. That's my opinion. I like it. You know what? I like I, Jaws. I, I also like Jaws. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I'm um, pro Jaws. I, uh, yeah, it's one of those where it's like, what do we have to, to offer to the discourse of Jaws that has yeah. already been said? But It's a movie that's been looked at. I think we are living proof that it is one of those movies that permeated society beyond just being a movie. Yeah. I'm, you know, Star Wars is the same way. So, yeah. But I almost feel like Jaws, that, that, theme Mm -hmm. that's like mickey mouse level like everybody (laughs) in the world knows that oh in in my head everybody knows that reference yeah i knew i i I figured out the 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 two notes of the jaws theme when i was like taking piano lessons and that i would have been i would have been like seven years old then you know i'd never seen jaws when i was seven but i knew (laughs) everybody's dad or everybody's uncle made the joke Anytime anybody was in any body of water, uh-huh. the backyard swimming pool would get the same. Dun-dun. Like, right? Right. I mean, I or never like, had a piano lesson. I still knew that thing on the two keys yeah. somehow. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, it's teaching kids music theory. I mean, it's just. Is what that John Williams is doing. Doesn't get more classic than that. Yeah, this great score, uh, great acting. It's just like, guys, it's a classic for a reason. It's, it's so good. It's almost like. What else do you say? But yeah, I just feel like growing up with it, it was it was always just there, especially in the summer, dude. And then with you, uh, I think you've actually been on this, but I remember I did not go. But on TV, there was some show like The Hogan Family or Full House or where they oh went, oh yeah, yeah where they like went to Universal Studios on a vacation as the plot of like a special hour episode. <laughs> so it was just like a commercial for Universal Studios, except I just thought it was kick ass. 
when I was a kid. <laughs> and he, and they go on like the Universal Studios tour ride, and you see the Jaws scene in the movie, like over a bridge. Yeah, that's part of. Yeah, I actually did. Uh, I visited. Uh, I'm trying to think of when that's I would so have been. Cool. What, <laughs> my family and I did a trip where we went down to Disneyland and Universal Studios oh, within cool. a week. Like we went down to Southern California, and hit those sure. up. And and spent a day out at the beach down there in, in L.A.'s. Just in the, the water. waters are pretty cool in L.A. Yeah, they're yeah. they're they're more like the East Coast where you can get out there. Um, but yeah, the Universal Studios tour with Jaws coming out of the water, man, I, it's I, a classic. I was scared of that, like watching it on, you know, the episode of uh, Hey Dude or whatever that went. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder know. what it, I can't fi- I can't put my finger on what it was i, know, I hope somebody I, figures it out for i know me. full house went to disney world at one point yeah but yeah it was something like that maybe a family matters or uh step by step maybe a step, step by, by step. step that feels really close i don't, so know, I don't maybe, think it was full house they wouldn't have like a jaws growing pains maybe yeah it could have been growing something pains, like that because it's not saved by the bell it's not but it was a super so. well-known show that tour was great, though. Yeah, uh, it looks so cool. I would have been scared of the Jaws shark on the tour because you're just in like the little like golf carts. Yeah, you're basically in these. Yeah, a, a, a kind of a snaking long line of golf carts. You got the guy over the announcer. Uh, what do I was remember? it a li- was it a live guy? Oh yeah, it's a guy. Oh, oh yeah, it was. So a it's tour like a guy. jungle tour cruise yeah. uh, kind of guy. Exactly, it was. Oh cool! So I just would... was, I assumed it was just a recording. <laughs> Here's my favorite part, though. So you you hit all the attractions like the Psycho House, and he goes, "Oh, oh I think you can see, uh, you know, the mom up there uh, looking out the window." Does he say the mom? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Mrs. Bates. Uh, there's uh, the uh, the woman in the movie. We had a terrible tour guide. <laughs> We got to the shark. He's like, there's that whale coming out of the water again. <laughs> Dude, Dude you're clearly a shark. I've never seen the movies, guys. Sorry, I don't, I don't know. know. Work with I don't know. What is this? I think I saw the curtains rustling and some lady there. <laughs> okay, so this is this is amazing to me. The mom. The mom. <laughs> <laughs> there's that mom from Psycho. Famous area mom from the Psycho house. <laughs> Whatever, so dude. what's so amazing I is, was a child <laughs> uh, you were 17 I, I was i was probably like 14 okay yeah 13 i think i was eighth grade anyways my favorite part of the tour though well, so, well, okay okay you so know, you this go. is so amazing to me because so i've never been to universal studios but i've been to disneyland three times okay uh from childhood through teens i haven't been since the mid 90s oh you gotta go since the mid 90s they've done some stuff Things no, have changed. Things I'm have changed. sure. Actually, a lot. A but, lot yeah. has changed. <laughs> um, they're removing a lot of my, th- a lot of the racist stuff that I enjoyed. Yeah, and I'm, and that's problematic for me. So I haven't been back. I know. You're boycotting the, it. The, uh, and so I went there three times and became real acquainted with the Jungle Cruise patter. Uh huh. Really liked the material that some of the tour guys brought to their Jungle Cruise routine. Because it was the same routine. It was a script. Sure, of course. But there were ways to put your own personality in. Absolutely. And I became interested enough that uh, a friend of mine had, who lived down there, she had like a season pass when the season passes were $80. Mm-hmm. And you could just go every day. And she would go to Disneyland for an hour after work. 
every day. Just to hang out. Just to hang at Disney a hot for dog, a bit. Yeah. For sure, yeah. I would if I lived down there, absolutely. And she loved the Jungle Cruise so much, and so she she has all this in-depth info on oh, nice. like how they... Oh no, they have to follow a specific pattern. Like they can't deviate this far from And so I just became really fascinated with how there's some really talented jungle cruise guides out there. I you these know, guys got a good routine. And so I had never crossed my mind that there's that version as a Universal Studios guy. Absolutely. I never I, thought of it. I mean, I couldn't tell you if that's still the case today. But yeah, no, it's a guy giving you the tour. and, and uh, With jokes, though. With the jokes, yeah. With oh. the, with the you know, uh, we'll stop somewhere on the... I remember we stopped at one point on the tour, and it's like it looks like this little kind of Mexican village or whatever, dirt road. And he's like, uh-oh, what's that? We have to stop, folks. There's a flood coming in or whatever. And then the, and then the set <laughs> yeah. floods. I remember that from... Like I said, this whole from t- that TV whatever show, the TV right? show was was just a whole scene, ten minute scene was like them on yeah. the Universal Studios tour. So the best part though about the tour is that you actually did go through some backlot areas. So there was oh, cool. a point where we're going through this area that looks like kind of like a downtown courthouse, this and that, and it goes, folks, this is the climactic scene of the new Arnold Schwarzenegger film. <laughs> Jingle all the way. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, what? 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 Schwarzenegger in a Christmas action movie? Oh, fuck yeah. Like as a kid being like, oh, man. I, and in my head, I'm, I'm picturing him like in a Santa Claus machine gun. Like the full nine yards. And then Jingle All the Way was not the movie that I had envisioned in my head. <laughs> When it came out, jingle all the sleigh. You're like, did they say sleigh? But yeah, exactly. That what's that one movie where they have kind of like that where it's like the Santa Claus uh, just shooting the shit out of like the CIA <laughs> or the ninjas that come for him. Yeah. Anyways, in my head, it was a lot cooler. Jingle all the way than than what came on screen. But on the other was, hand, it was legit, dude. You, also you and I would have some fun at you. You also Studios, weren't expecting so. Sinbad. I had if I had and known you did Sinbad, get Sinbad. If I had known Sinbad was involved, probably my expectations would have shifted. Yeah, but so, the way the guy said it, it was something like you know, it's like jingle all the way. You know, it's just like <laughs> like he clearly didn't like know what a it McBain was. McBain movie. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't know. It was funny though. Like he clearly didn't know the movie, and even part of his brain was thinking like, is it jingle? <laughs> exactly. like, that's a weird word like, for the movie. That's that's a strange title, but okay, is that, we'll go for it. They, I'll have to say it <laughs> on a on a flight once. Here's a here's a side story. You know they have they have those little in flight jingle all uh, the way related, <laughs> <laughs> deeply tangentially okay, ran, good, good. related. Maybe. Close enough. They have those like in flight like meal boxes, and uh, one woman couldn't read the menu, so the stewardess across the aisle had to read like this mm. whole menu to the woman, and uh, one of the bread boxes had like a piece of rustic bread. And the girl didn't know rustic, and she put in the most uncomfortable, like sweating pause <laughs> when she's reading this menu. It's like, and a slice of roosted <laughs> bread. <laughs> and I pictured this guy looking at Jingle. It's like from the new Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Jingle All the Way. Exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was definitely one of those where it's like, are you sure? Are you sure? It <laughs> doesn't sound like I a Schwarzenegger movie. I don't know movie. what note to hit for this one. Yeah. So he, he, he whiffed on that one. So the Jaws portion of the ride from this episode of Hogan Family. That I, what is I the Hogan Family? What? It's like the Valerie Bertinelli and then later one. Sandy Duncan show with uh, Jason Bateman. Oh, okay. So they showed it a lot on like... 4:30 p.m. on Fox fair, fair with enough. Mama's family. I was family, thinking, you know? I was, I was like, I don't remember Hulk Hogan having a family sitcom. <sighs> Shit, was it Mama's Family? God, that'd be fucking great. Oh, See, God, I Thelma, don't think so. Thelma Harper like hitting Jaws with her purse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm picturing Vince re- Vinton's reactions to Jaws, like doing a. Dude is like kind of Don Knotts, like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I wish it was Mama's family. It's not. It's, it can't be. No. It can't be. The Jaws section looks really scary because you're in your little golf cart and it looks like it's going over like a little bridge because there's actual water. It's actual water. It's like a little lake. I remember it being kind of like almost even submerging into the water a little bit. Yeah. So like the water is is up past kind of yeah, the tram yeah. wheels. You're going over this like rickety little wood bridge, and, uh, if I yeah, remember. There's like, but of course it being Universal Studios, especially at that time, everything had to have like pyrotechnic effects. Oh. So for some reason in my memory, going over the Jaws thing, it's like barrels are exploding. <laughs> or like a... Like, maybe they did a thing where, like, part of the pier starts moving, you know, as well. You know, it's like, oh, what's that? Oh, yeah. this boat has a, uh, sent a distress signal, and it sinks and blows up. Or there's <laughs> there's always, like, some kind of extra, like, pyrotechnic yeah. thing you happening. You can just see how the magic happens. They yeah. have to put you in the middle of uh, just water or world. Or I'm confusing that with the backdraft uh <laughs> Backdraft, show the ride. They, they had a backdraft yeah. show where they just brought you in. They were like, watch this. <laughs> Here's what it's like in a fire. <laughs> well, Aren't you entertained? <laughs> they do like a, a water world. The experience. Oh, yeah. For you sure. Know? For sure. Which is sick. Cause I think they had a Batman one going maybe at the time that when makes I went. Sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know at Disneyland they do like the same kind of thing. Yeah. Now I, I've heard that secondhand. Because I've not been, but not like Universal did it, where they they used to have so like Jaws a is just in one, like I think. Jaws is in like a a secret ammo dispensary, <laughs> and he's swimming through just with like mines blowing up. Pretty or something. much, yeah. But it, dude's badass. I remember like you're in the golf cart and you're right next to the water. Like you could reach out and touch the water. If you oh yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. And then the freaking shark pops up like right next to the the carts, right? Pretty much. I think they've actually. Um, changed it so that maybe the shark's not quite so big or next to you. It seemed like because like, it would it legit scare people. Yeah, yeah, people would actually get afraid of it. I was afraid watching it, watching like the Hogan family go through it. I mean, I don't want to. I, I knew it was fake. Well, for the ride, it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the movie—that's a real shark. Yeah, they used every shot. Right. Is everybody actual knows real that. shark. This yeah. is a movie everybody knows. Everyone everything. knows. I'd like to talk about the shark, Jaws. Sure. Seems like a great thing to talk about on an episode about Jaws. <laughs> Can I talk about Jaws for a minute? The, sh- the shark the Jaws? The shark Jaws. Please. Pretty cool shark. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I am actually have a small beef with the people that are joyless, for lack of a better term, sacks of shit. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of people... Who are just like, 
the shark looks so fake. Right. You know what? Looks fake? Sharks. <laughs> Fucking sharks look fake. Have you ever been to see a shark? It looks fake. Every shark could be a mechanical Jaws. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sharks look fake. They got fake, dead, dumb eyes. Oh, yeah. And they look like they're not made of any actual material you've seen. They look like shiny wood. Sharks look fake, people. And Jaws the shark looks scary as hell. It's a sick, sick <laughs> shark. I'm so scared of this shark every time its head shows up. Yeah. Somehow it endures. I, I, I don't think, you know, it. maybe it looks fake, but... But... Uh, it actually looks pretty good in I 2020. Think it looks so good. Spielberg has dumped. I think he had such a negative personal experience with this shark. I think oh, the yeah. shark messed up so many of his days that he just hated this thing and viewed it as an actual physical being that like <laughs> yeah. took years off his life. This thing was notorious for its malfunctions, blown full days of shooting, blowing light all over the place because this thing was constantly under repair. So I have heard Spielberg in interviews talk so much trash right. about Jaws the Shark. Jaws looks so good in 2020. Jaws looks scary as hell. I am with you that they show it a lot down the home stretch, mm-hmm. but I can't get enough because I love it because you don't see a damn shark for like halfway through the movie. And then you get the taste of his face. And then you get the great chum scene, which we'll talk about. And then you just keep getting more and more, and it comes quicker and quicker and quicker. And it just feels like Jaws is closing in mm-hmm. on you the whole time. And by the end, when you're just seeing his whole body on a damn boat. <laughs> just up on the I'm deck. I'm just like, yeah, we're getting all of Jaws. Like, he's just teasing you. At first, he's like, well, I'm going to show you my Jaws snout. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're going to see a row of teeth. Well, now you're going to see all my teeth. Well, now you're seeing my little dorsal fin. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, what next? What are we going to see next, Jaws? Oh, Jaws is going to dive on a whole boat. Oh. He basically power slams yeah, that he boat just at the end, right? Deep, like, elbow drops this boat, and it's so good. I love this shark, man. This shark looks cool. The chumming scene. The chum scene is one of my absolute favorite, I guess. That's a jump scare right there. It's a People good are too too down on jump scares because a jump scare is something like this. Mm-hmm. You're capable of this. Oh, it's so good. Scheider's so great. Yeah, you get this close up of Roy Scheider throwing the chum out, and it's it lulls you into this. You know, the movie's very good about kind of lulling you into thinking you're safe yeah. for just a moment, and then the shark springs out from behind. Oh but, yeah, but yeah, the way that Scheider mm-hmm. is able to stiffen up walk backwards Scheider this whole movie gets gets like seven or eight different good reaction shots yeah this movie got huge acclaim for what it was at the time Uh, this is the this is the biggest monster movie in ages but Spielberg didn't quite get enough credit at the time for what he did as a director. Right. Well, it's pretty crazy how young he was and this being his first. I mean, he yeah. had one TV movie and one small movie before this. and But, uh, yeah, to make that kind of money <laughs> on your first big feature is. Yeah, I mean, that's I don't such think a that, I don't know if that had been a thing story. that had happened before, you know. No. 
I mean, I'm I, I'm sure there'd been obviously not you know, to that extent. Somebody like Orson Welles was super young and uh, right. suddenly the most powerful man in Hollywood. That's true. Yeah, you know, and Spielberg was like this kind of awesomely dweeby Orson Welles, where he's such a young like he's like kind of got a little whiny young Luke Skywalker about him, mm-hmm. like. But I didn't get an Oscar nomination for Jaws. <laughs> like it's he's like a dweeb that had this sick vision of how movies could be, mm-hmm. and his what he brings to Jaws is so good. He hits the right pacings, the right notes. We've done Poltergeist, mm-hmm. which he is uh, didn't direct. But but he wrote it. But and he wrote was it there. and was yeah, pretty yeah. on hand, depending on the percentages you want to believe. Right. And it feels like he does a lot of things in Poltergeist that tons of people love that just feel like cheap Jaws recreations. Trying to create that same trustworthiness before a crazy surprise. Mm-hmm. Those same kind of long lags in pacing before the crazy ramps up. Right. It feels like Poltergeist is filled with less successful versions of all the things Jaws does perfectly. You even get a long conversation in Poltergeist with the, uh, the mom and the, the medium mm-hmm. where they're just like shooting the breeze like they're, <laughs> they're Quint and Richard Dreyfus, Right. You know, and it doesn't really work nearly as well because this movie Spielberg paces this thing so good and he kind of does the same pacing with Duel, mm. you know? Same kind of thing, same kind of build, the same kind of uh, normalcy until it's chaos. I get that, yeah. And this movie kind of famously got a Best Picture nomination, which is huge for a movie about a giant shark terrorizing a <laughs> coastal community. Yeah. Can you picture that but now? It's, it's, this movie is in no way like a B movie or no. anything, right? People talk about it now like it's like a fun B cheesy movie. Oh, the shark looks fake and it's great. It's like, no. No, this is a legendary movie. This is not a B movie. This is a well-written, well-acted monster movie. Mm -hmm. You know, this is an impressive feat. Uh, The cast is so good. And Robert Shaw. Whew. Robert Shaw deserved an, an Oscar nomination at minimum. Unmatched. For this movie. Yeah. I love Robert Shaw in this flick. Super controversial opinion. No, nobody talks about the depth and heart that Robert Shaw brings to yeah, this movie. No one has given Shaw his due <laughs> on this one yet. No, I mean, but it, it's uh, it's unlike anything else. It not only is this movie so quotable because it's got great lines like "Well, you're going to need a bigger boat," but it's because they're delivered with such it's direct, such... like memorable you know, readings yeah. and, and it's, performances. That's why I said when it's strongly written, like this isn't a movie just filled with quotes because there's a lot of things I've noticed in the movie that Robert Shaw says that could have been total flubs, mm-hmm. total dud readings. We've seen even the best actors like not totally nail a, a read on something, you know, and some line like, Here's to swimming with bow-legged women. Like, he could sound like a total clown. Right. Like, I could sound ridiculous. Right. And instead, it's this line that I remember every time because it's like, damn, Robert Shaw's that guy's so cool. 
or just the way he can break out into a sea shanty song and yeah it's a very natural like he is that character he does not feel like a goofy cartoon and that yeah. character could have been like i'm swabby the the dex mate and like yeah this is right. a weird third wheel in this film i feel like dreyfus is a bit more acty in this movie yeah. he's, he's, he's the guy who's like I'm going to be very expressive and boisterous with my thing. And Schaff actually feels like he's a guy that has been on the ocean all his life and yeah. is salted and is cynical and is alcoholic and is <laughs> good at one thing only, killing sharks. This dude's been in the shit. He really feels authentic. We. This is one of my favorite kind of moments. And I think this is another thing that's universally loved. And if not as infamous as the John Williams theme, Mm -hmm. there's this idea that everybody knows of in a popular culture movie of a big rabbleous town all arguing and then some dark stranger in the back of the room like interrupting the proceedings. This is, I think, one of those things. They know the concept of the stranger... uh, Y'all know who I am. <laughs> Y'all know what I do. Mm-hmm. Except for that one guy. Just the way... Yeah, exactly. No, just, we don't. Just, <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> yeah, just the way that he can get everyone who's been yelling at each other nonstop to suddenly the quiet fin- down. The fingernails down the board to get everybody to quiet is like... That's a famous movie thing that people remember. They're like, yeah, was that... Uh, uh, stand and Deliver? I'm sure almost does that to the uh, the rowdy inner city kids right right? yeah i remember that so shaw just brings these these moments could have been corny they could have been cartoony and he feels so lived in right as this character he could have been like the sea captain from the simpsons (laughs) totally it would not have taken much to get him to full sea captain yeah uh i mean he has to he had to sing a sea shanty. Exactly. And it had to come off authentic. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that could have drifted. <laughs> you know, the the heft and the depth and the class that he brings to a character that could have been such a goofus is so impressive. And Shaw was, in, Shaw was pretty, like, can't miss during this era. Mm-hmm. Right within that one or two year period, he was in The Sting as the ultimate mark. Right, right. Uh, which is a tough role because you have to be the guy who knows he's smart but doesn't realize the other guys are smarter than you tough role to carry and uh the jaws role is so strong in such a big genre performance that probably would have gotten more credit and would have gotten an oscar nomination if it was about the shipwreck that he describes he would have gotten an oscar nomination for sure but the power that he has in just describing this shipwreck that whole thing is nomination worthy but it gets overlooked because it's in a summer monster movie blockbuster right and then just one year later or even that same year i forget we get taking of the pelham one two three as the uh the heist you know yeah i think that was like maybe a year or two before yeah Jaws. it was all right in the same uh, same era and it's like dude shaw is this the, for like two years, Robert Shaw was the coldest, coolest badass on film. And that was right at the peak Bronson when Death Wish was out. There was some heavy hitting competition for on-screen badasses. And Robert Shaw was just dunking on them. 
He's so good in this movie. <laughs> just dunking. Just dunking on Bronson, which seems crazy. But, oh, Shaw owned during this era. It's such a great performance. Yeah, he rules. I mean, there's, yeah, what else can you say? He, uh, he's, yeah. it, it, they broke the mold. I mean, yeah. there's never going to be another person that can do that. This movie has so many fun character touches where the strong performances deliver, the characters in three or four scenes deliver strong. Murray Hamilton is the mayor. is so good. Lorraine Gray has a really underrated role as the wife who is really sure. in a completely thankless and helpless position. You know, Scheider's main role, I mean, he is so great. We already talked about all his reactions. I like Richard Dreyfuss's overplaying of things because he is a cocky young know-it-all right and he hasn't come up with somebody with as much lived in experience as robert shaw but even these smaller characters that are like i love the scene where the townspeople are first trying to all catch jaws on their own (laughs) yeah and those guys take their like you know their wife's ham (laughs) to use as bait sure i love when jaws rips the deck out from under that guy and the one guy in this like thick nor'easter accents like take my word for it charlie don't look back <laughs> that's a great scene <laughs> it's so good i love that bit because yeah jaws grabs the uh the deck uh, you know the whatever they have connected to the deck yeah and rips the deck off you see the deck going away and then the moment where it turns around and comes back at the guy <laughs> yeah. i just love that's just like that's that's classic i've that's never been probably as scared of stuff that I can't see in a movie. Right. I think critics and moviegoers really want the idea of being scared by something you don't see happening, but it's just tough for me to get into. What was that movie Open Water that got a lot of critical praise mm-hmm. uh, where you don't actually even see a shark through the whole movie. You're all getting into the emotions and fear of the characters. Man, I was bored through open water. <laughs> open water did not hit with me, and I wanted that thing to hit so bad. Now I'm trying to think of another shark movie that I really dig. I don't. I every mean, other movie, it's like one of those where everything... Deep Blue Sea is fun, but for all the people that say Jaws looks fake, Deep Blue Sea looks like it was drawn like that episode of Seinfeld where George photoshops the uh, yeah, right. boss's picture. Looks like it's drawn with crayons or something. Exactly. Some of the Deep Blue Sea stuff is the worst CGI you've seen. Well, that CGI that you would see in the late 90s, early 2000s, that has aged so much more oh, terribly. Practical effects look than, so much better. Than this movie that is, what now, 45 years old? Yeah. I mean, 80s Crazy. practical effects in horror are all right. We already no, that's just better than CGI. Right. But this era of cheap CGI that also happened to cost $80 million. <laughs> exactly. And looks... And always looks just starred terrible. LL Cool J or yeah. whatever. Like <laughs> The Deep Blue Sea Sharks look rough in some scenes. There's the infamous, like, Jabba the Hutt. Like, oh, uh, right, you know, the, in the Star Wars, yeah. Yeah. All those, like, yeah, in 1997. It looks like Nintendo 64 graphics on a big screen. Ugh. And here's Jaws, this beautiful behemoth of a fake mechanical shark scaring me to death mm-hmm. in my almost 40 years on this earth. Just, just shaking back and forth, and the mouth goes open and close. That's all it takes. Dude, but it looks, it, takes. it looks beautiful. It looks so good. I mean, they really nailed that, that head and uh, that look of it. 
And uh, yeah, when they combine that with some of the un- underwater shots at the end of an actual shark, and mm-hmm. it really just lends like the believability. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the only other really genuinely good shark <laughs> scene in a movie that I can think of. There was like a, I know there was a shark movie in in theaters the last year or so that was actually pretty good. Uh, it's still possible. The Meg was really bad. Uh, people like the shallows. I don't think I even saw the shallows. Yeah, I know there's ones that that people have really tried to get into and really pushed. Uh, what was the one? It was it was like 47 meters below, uncaged. I think that was the one last year, and I, it was cool. It was a cool ass movie to see for three bucks at Third Street, you know. Mm-hmm. But stuff like the Meg is like, all right, here's the shark but it's also as big as a building. And you're like, oh, well, that sounds like it's just going to fuck everyone up. So how do you even beat that thing? Yeah. I have to be able to imagine this thing to actually be scared enough to want to defeat it. Well, do they know that it's that? Like, I, I didn't see the Meg, just quickly. Do yeah. they know it's that big, like, early on in the movie? Or is it like, oh, we think it's just a regular shark, and then it turns out to be a thousand-foot so here's my tight 25 shark. on the Meg. Okay. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> um, 25 seconds? All right, go. They know this thing is bigger than anything they've ever seen from, like, very early on in their encounter with it. Okay. It's right away, like, I've never seen anything that can do that to a ship. Right. So they know <laughs> they're dealing with this thing right from the beginning, and at the end, it's still just Jason Statham out in the ocean with, like, a 90-foot shark. Yeah. Roy Scheider out in the ocean with an 18-foot shark. My brain can easily picture like, 18 feet, man. 25, according to Shaw. 25, gosh. 25. 25. Uh, well, because the, the thing in this movie that is, like, uh, you know, you have to believe that the townspeople are willing to stay open for business Dude. and have tourists. But if you had a hundred foot shark out there, clearly you're not going to have the, you know, so yeah. the, 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 if there's a not, yeah, a Meg out there, I'm just like, I'm not even going to, you don't go in the, I'm ocean. not going to even see water. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving town for a while until the, the sea beast vacates the town. Exactly. So the idea the of town is the sea beasts. Now the idea of the town knowing that there's uh or, or, you know, wanting to not believe it, but knowing that there's a, deadly threat in the water but still also saying we need these summer dollars like that that so, conflict is like you have to believe that they wouldn't be so scared of the shark that right. they would be like you no gotta, get out of here you got to find the perfect line the perfect right. line and this brings me back to your like better than a ventilator how bad do you want to get like your lower waist wet in the water <laughs> At what point is it not worth it? Right. I came to be wet outside. <laughs> and I am going to be wet outside. Exactly. What point are you like, four people dead? Well, I'm still going to put my legs in. Because you get all those faces of people. There's this shot after like two confirmed kills, including that kid mm-hmm. made out of nothing but blood. <laughs> You get all these shots of like, especially this one woman. I love this woman. It's probably the only movie she's ever been in. She has no lines, but she's dead center in the camera, slowly walking into the water while like looking around like, 
Okay. That yeah, that scene where Feels the mayor like the mayor has to convince dude, the old couple to take mur- the kids out there and stuff, the kids. and just yeah, that how scared they are to get in <laughs> yeah. the ocean. It's like yeah, why wouldn't you do that? I'd be like, get someone else to go in the water. I'm not doing that. Yeah, but people are out here today in summer 2020, going to the river, going to the ocean, tr- getting out. How compelled are you? Yeah, man. To have this like threat be there and know that it doesn't exist just in the water it's in the air it's around you i will say and you're still like i gotta get out of the house man yeah man oh i'm all cooped up in here can't enough can't watch another diners drive-ins and dives episode (laughs) bite your tongue (laughs) i gotta gotta go to chili's exactly how bad do you need them them poppers (laughs) like do you need their happy hour bottomless margs and poppers that bad that you're like 4.9% death? I like those odds. Exactly. That's how people are thinking, though. Yeah. They're like, oh, you could just get a, get the flu, too. Like, okay, well, if I knew there was a rampant flu going around that killed 5% of the people who got it, probably yeah. wouldn't go out either. Because technically, Jaws killed two people out of a whole beachfront community vacation town. Right, exactly. How Two people, people. How many people? Let's see. Do That's we, a do low we a, numerator and a high denominator. I wonder if we have a full body count. We got the girl. We got the kid. We got the guy The guy in the little rowboat who's like, hey, kids, are you, your kids okay over there? Yeah. That guy, I was like, please eat that, this guy. That please guy. eat this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is so well. That dude is the guy, the well-meaning neighbor that gets just knifed to bits by the the guy stalking teens. <laughs> like, what is this dude's deal? This guy gives so many like, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah, a whole island full of teens <laughs> is waving their arms and screaming at me. <laughs> yeah. This guy, he's also the okay? guy with the like. I love the kind of digs at the 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 nor'easter, the coastal Massachusetts totally. accent. We went on, so I did not go to Universal Studios as a teen, but when I was thirteen, we did do a. Uh, like a Boston trip. Sure. My dad had a, a dental convention there. <laughs> it yep. was during the playoffs that year, which was Red Sox A's. So we stayed at a hotel, a Howard Johnson's right next to Fenway, right when the A's uh, Red Sox. Right, right. And uh, so this was like stuff in my dreams for like a 12-year-old kid. We went through historical Williamsburg, all these towns, right? And so I'd never heard these accents. Because you're such a nerd. You're like, oh, historical. No, my parents, if no, they, they, we didn't go to Universal Studios because my parents really wanted to do, we did like three really big historical vacations, mm-hmm. like DC, you know, Colonial Williamsburg, like stuff where uh, if you're going to be missing school, you're going to learn right. some shit. Right. Makes and, sense. And so we're doing all these, uh, going to these colonial towns, and we go through this town. I'd never heard a Boston accent before. You know, I didn't, I'd never, you know, Goodwill Hunting wasn't out yet. Like, I didn't know the jokes. Mm-hmm. And we go through all these towns, and we went through this town called Athol. A T H O. Athol. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Athol. Athol. Uh, but. They, everybody had the thickest accents, and me and my dad stopped at a gas station, and they had all this fresh, uh, unpasteurized apple cider, mm. like local cider in these big uh, two-gallon jugs. So my dad's like, oh, this is great. Like, how much is this? He's like, oh, 
three dollars yeah <laughs> and i'm just like what is happening right <laughs> who are these guys and uh my dad's like oh just three dollars he's like any tax on that he's like what is the tax right here and he goes no tax only if it makes chicago <laughs> my dad's like oh all right and so he just put three dollars and for the next hour in the car he's like chicago <laughs> chicago and then it like hit him he's like only if it makes your car go. Right. The gas is taxed. Like my dad's having this eureka moment on this Boston thick, deep Massachusetts accent. And I never heard English. any of this before. So I like these little digs of that. And I love the dude on the boat, man. That guy, yeah. That's our first appearance of, of Jaws. It's kind of when you first That's when really you first get the a... full silhouette totally. of the yeah, shark. Yeah. That's when you get the leg bite. Yeah. We get to see a bloody stump of a leg float to the bottom of the ocean. And I'll say, they did this guy right. <laughs> that guy has a nice-looking gam. <laughs> toned. That's yeah, a toned, good-looking calf. That's a guy that I, I guess you get nice-looking legs from rowing. Yeah. It's a full-body workout. It's a full-body sure. workout because they, got, they gave cut. that guy some legs. I mean, that guy, that leg is a solid... The dude designing that, I'm just picturing like, I'm giving him really nice runner's calves. Right. That's like, funny. I'm, I'm doing <laughs> But so, they, you know, that guy looks like a dummy, but, you know, he probably did all right. He probably did okay for himself. But this whole movie is just like, I will say, we're dealing with this invisible virus that is killing everyone. At least in Jaws, these people, there was an actual thing. Right. There was a thing you could see, and it was crazy. There were stories going around. This is the local town's, like, legend of the lake catfish, you know? Like, some say General Sherman gets up to, you know... It's another. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so there's a thing that you can be like, yeah, no, I've heard stories. Well, right, this is a threat that they're able to actually go out and kill and, and, and face and fight against. Yeah. And, and I think of it, Eric, the way it's like... Uh, the difference between what happened in Sonoma County in fall of 2017 mm. when there was a giant wildfire yeah. that turned into a city fire that destroyed 5,000 <sighs> buildings and how everyone was so in it together. Totally. And everyone was supporting each other and it was a real community effort because we could see this fire, we could fight the fire, we could know that we've stopped the fire and we can rebuild this thing is different because yeah. we can't fight it. Yeah. It, it's like we have to. The ways we fight, can fight it, for some reason have been made out to like, oh, you're too much of a pussy to go in the ocean now? Well, the only way to combat the virus is retreat. Yeah. Is to stay home, stay away from other people. And that's just not what we yeah, do. Yeah, Jaws is a different movie if they're like, beach is closed. And then the shark's like, well, no action here. Well, exactly. That, I'm going up the coast a little bit. And it's the same thing here. If they had let it just swim and not have any food for two weeks or whatever, it would have moved on. Yeah. It, it stays there because it keeps feeding. There's even a line where he's like, we could still save August. You know, we could still yeah. have an August, a summer. But if we keep acting like this is not a threat, then we won't have any summer at all. And it. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, you're looking way too far ahead like a little, instead of the thing that's swimming up and biting you in the ass. It's just it's just way too did, on the nose for right I now. I did I went for Dreyfus, but I hit yeah, I hit Regis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a Regis, that was a Regis impression. Oh man, I'd love to see Regis. <laughs> Regis Do some as lines. Richard Dreyfus. 
or vice versa. She I don't broke know. my heart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways, um, so yeah, it sucks that we can't just go out and kill this thing. Yeah, is, man, is what I'm saying. And yeah, we have to retreat. The movie sucks if everybody's just like, look, Amity's gonna be open in another three weeks. Until then, get used to the inside of your house. Right. Jaws becomes pretty dull. Jaws becomes <laughs> yeah. pretty lame. You just get a shark swimming out there. And also our kind of sad shark of the movie. The shark that was just out there eating boots. Just regular old shark. Right? Yeah. Just some, sh- some like, larger than average shark who just gets fucked. Yeah, that poor guy. Oh. Nobody- tiger shark. What's tiger- a- what is a tiger shark doing out there? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I- go in the water, man. I honestly feel like if you gave me an option of, like, you can either go to space for a week or you can be uh, in the ocean for a week. I'd be like, I'll, I'll go to space. Sure. <laughs> if, you know, if, you know, I don't know. I the, the reason why water, and again, good not, good swimmer. I'm a good sure, swimmer. I can swim. Yeah, I, I can swim. I, I'm not afraid but, of floating. As it's, I said, that the water is the most comfortable humans are with going in without a net. Mm-hmm. Somebody will skydive with a parachute. Nobody's like, I'm doing an 800-foot freefall. But in the water, <laughs> we're just like, sure, I'll just swim out there in small shorts. Uh-huh. <laughs> like on, a, on a surfboard that mimics, like, a seal or other prey animal. Yeah. You are the most just, like, taking a risk. <laughs> just flipping this coin right here. Honey, I'm going to go uh, hike in the woods for a bit. I'm going to wear my deer outfit and uh, yeah. just get into bear country real <laughs> it's, quick. It's the most... the the least talented human will ever just put themselves at risk. The widest age spread right. of somebody, like I said, grannies aren't doing motorcycle stunts, <laughs> but some old lady is getting into the ocean somewhere. Right. The most, like, that's the farthest we'll go. And that's the most out of our element we can be while still being willing to go there. Yeah. So I'm always scared of the water. We like need that. to stop normalizing the ocean. Yeah. As a thing. The ocean is beautiful and <laughs> fucked, you guys. The ocean is messed up. Ah. There's so much we don't know about the ocean, and it's always been here. It truly creeps me out. It yeah. really does creep me out. You, again, 25-foot shark? <laughs> don't give me another reason to hate the ocean. <laughs> Didn't need it. Already there. Totally. We accept the ocean because we know we can't get rid of it quite yet. But I know it's there. <laughs> I know that thing's out there, man. If I could shoot the ocean, yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> we never talk if we like, can just blow up the ocean. <laughs> exactly. Nobody ever says that. We know more about blowing up the moon than we do about blowing up the ocean. <laughs> yeah. All it takes is one person to ask. That's how all this hot moon blowing up talk started. <laughs> I love Jaws. Thumbs up, guys. Thumbs up. See Jaws. It's come to this. It's come to this. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Good night.